0: gorgeous. How are you ladies doing this morning? I hope you're all doing fantastic. I'm your host Dr. Daph and you're listening to a feminine impression podcast. Today's podcast is part three of qualities of a feminine woman. These traits that we're going to talk about today are a little bit more deep than the ones that we talked about previously. They're going to take a little bit more self-reflection and so I wanted to save it for last. So go ahead and sit back, relax, get something to drink, get something to write with, and let's talk about this. If you haven't had a chance to listen to the last two podcasts on key qualities of a feminine woman, then make sure to do that and then come back to this one. I talked about things such as creativity, having inner joy, radiance having warmth your physical appearance and today we're going to talk about vulnerability and submission as a feminine woman being vulnerable is going to be a key asset in your life now being vulnerable is very scary to most people When we think of the word vulnerability, we think of the fact that we are open for anything, open for anything that can hurt us, open for being tricked, open for being hurt. And so a lot of people stray from the idea of vulnerability, but there is a time, a place and a purpose for being vulnerable as a feminine woman. This is one of those things that really will separate you from being a very masculine woman A woman that comes off very cold, harsh, hurt, jaded, is how vulnerable you are. Even if you're someone who's private, in those moments where you show vulnerability, you show that you are a human, that you have real feelings, and that those feelings should be honored. So think about this. Are you open as a woman? Are you someone that is very difficult to figure out? Do people have a hard time approaching you about things or feeling like you can relate to things? Are you one of those women who puts on a shell, a pretentious sort of personality where you don't ever talk about the things that bother you, the things that maybe you've experienced, things that maybe didn't go well for you? or just your true feelings about things. Being a woman who embraces her femininity means that you allow yourself to be you. And that's what vulnerability really comes back down to is are you comfortable being you? Do you feel like who you are is enough? Enough for people to be able to accept or reject? Are you authentic to who you are regardless That's usually what traps us as women is the fact that we're very worried about what other people are going to think of us. So we try to play to their likes and their dislikes. So maybe you're having a conversation with someone and they share something and you think to yourself, oh man, I agree with that. I've been through something very similar. Now, depending on what it is, you don't always have to share your thoughts. It's not always appropriate. But if it's someone that you are close to, that you trust, that the dialogue will actually benefit them or help them, are you able to say how you feel? Or are you so worried about how they're going to take it that you choose not to? Are you able to open up about things that maybe you need help with, things that could benefit you, but you're too scared to ask the question? Because if you ask the question, they may start questioning why you're asking that question. And you don't want to expose whatever information you have. Now, all of these things are up to your discretion. You do have to be careful about who you are vulnerable with. You don't just open up and open yourself up to anyone. However, you do have to show that you can be vulnerable, that you have it inside of you. Because this is what bonds the human connections. And this is what allows you to really be a lady. This is what allows you when you're dating for your spouse or your partner to be able to look at you as someone who is in need of that love and that tenderness, that softness that comes with being vulnerable. Unfortunately, so many of us who put up that shell have a hard time with men treating us like ladies and not so much in a chivalry sense. They're gonna be however they're gonna be because that's who they choose to be. But I'm talking more about that softness that we usually want men to have with us, especially when you're dating them. You want them to see you as a woman and not as a homie. And in some cases, you may just want them to realize that you're a female, that you're not a man. And they've gotten so comfortable with treating you a certain way because you make it seem like nothing hurts you, nothing bothers you, and you're kind of in this robotic state. So my dear, in order for you to be vulnerable, you are going to have to face some truths about yourself, about who you really are, how you really feel, what you're willing to share and not share, how comfortable you are in your own skin. Do you like the way you look? Do you like the way you speak? Do you like your body parts? Are there certain parts of yourself that you don't want people to even see? And if they look at them, you're hiding them. It could be something like your smile. Maybe you don't want your smile to be seen because you don't like the way your teeth look. It could be your hands or your nails or any part of your body where... You're blocking it off because you are not comfortable. So if someone who you are intimate with, you are dating, wants to hold your hands or wants to see your smile, you're not able to be vulnerable enough to look at them and say, I'm not perfect and that's okay. I'm still worthy of this relationship, of your affection, of your love, even though I don't look like a supermodel. Okay, that's okay. So, how comfortable are you in your own skin? This will come up when you are in a relationship where there's physical affection, maybe kisses or hugs, and you are very uncomfortable with being open, with being affectionate. You're not vulnerable in that sense. How comfortable are you with something like receiving? Okay, we think of being able to receive as a wonderful thing that. Only some people get, but in reality, most of the time, many women are in the position to receive, but in order to receive, you do have to be vulnerable. It means that you do have to say, yes, I would like that. Thank you. Or, oh, I really do need that. Or even asking for help when you need it. It's you saying, I can't do it all, or I don't want to do it all, or I'm not in the position to do it all and that's okay. It doesn't make me any less of a person. It actually makes me more of a person because I am interacting with you. I'm giving you thanks. I'm giving you gratitude. We're having a conversation. This is human interaction, and it's a beautiful thing when you're doing it with gratitude. If you take a look at yourself, you may find that maybe some of your lack of vulnerability comes from the fact that you think that you're better. Some women have this persona where we think that we're too good for things. So for example, if you're at work and someone is saying that they have 25 new calendars for the new year, would anyone like one? And they're beautiful. And you think that they're beautiful, but you think, I don't need no calendar for free. I can buy my own calendar. I don't need any handouts. Then you won't get one. But because you're not vulnerable enough to say like, this is nice. It's free. I like it and I want it and it's okay for me to take it. I don't have to purchase my own things all the time. I can be given something and it doesn't mean that I'm a beggar or I'm poor or whatever we tell ourselves to try to elevate ourselves. My dear, vulnerability is not a sign of weakness. It is a sign of soft and silent strength. A great way to test out your vulnerability in terms of your relationships is allow your partner or your mother or your friend to hug you a little longer than you normally would. If you find that you pull away after someone's hugging you for a while, it kind of shows you at what point you feel comfortable or uncomfortable. But a vulnerable, open, feminine woman will allow her partner To hug her as long as he likes and is comfortable being in his arms without feeling weak or needy or less than. You do have to be vulnerable in order to receive, in every single way. Ladies, before we continue, I want to share my fragrance line with you, Fine Forever. Fine Forever is a blessed luxury fragrance line that promotes the promises of God. Each fragrance is tied to a biblical scripture to remind you that with God, you will be fine forever. We just launched our first fragrance, 2911, after the scripture, Jeremiah 2911, which states the plans that God has for your life. 2911 is a rich, mysterious, and feminine fragrance. It will surely turn heads and become a signature scent for you and for others. Visit the website www.findforever.com and purchase 2911 for yourself and for someone you think could use a promise from God. I thank each and every one of you for your support and I hope that you enjoy 2911. In terms of vulnerability, being vulnerable in your life, there are boundaries that you as a woman are gonna have to put in place so that other people don't take advantage of you. Now, you cannot stop a person from being who they are, but you can do what you can to make sure that you're safe in your vulnerabilities. What I mean by that is that you make sure that when you share something, it's something that you're sharing and you don't mind it getting out. Or it's something that you're sharing and you don't mind it being used back against you. Say, if you and that person split up, if you're no longer friends, if they're mad at you, because these are things that are very sensitive sometimes and you may not want to share them. So make sure, and we'll talk about this later, I'll do a whole podcast on boundaries, like how to create them, why they're important. But ensure that you're not someone who is so vulnerable, so open that people know everything about you. That can be a hindrance and it's just not safe. More recently on social media, people have become a lot more vulnerable in some of their more tragic situations in life. And that's something that helps because it allows people to be able to come together, whether maybe a person lost a child, lost a job, got into a car accident, lost a family member, Whatever the case might be, sharing how they got through those times, sharing how they felt, sharing what it's really like to get a divorce, what it's really like to not be able to get pregnant, whatever these challenges are, being vulnerable enough to share them with the world. Now, I'm not in any way advising you to do that. However, it is something that some people are able to do and find a lot of peace and comfort in. And then you get that collaborative feminine energy of other women pouring into you, praying for you, helping you through these tough times. If you're a woman who's looking to become a little more vulnerable, try doing things that are outside of your comfort zone every once in a while. Now, not things that are going to hurt you or damage you in any way. Try to open up a bit. I know women in my own family that are unable to even listen to a slow song, listen to a romantic song listen to a love song because they're not vulnerable enough to be able to sit there and soak in that level of romance, that emotional rush that you may get when you listen to a love song or maybe even the pain that you might feel when you listen to a heartbreak song or a song that reminds you of something that's sad. Everything is not always going to be roses and peaches and ice cream. Sometimes things are tough, and these vulnerable moments help you to get through them. They help you to be able to realize it's not just you, and it shows that you are human. If you cannot listen to a love song in a room by yourself, that is a clear sign that you are not living in your femininity. If you can't listen to a slow song, forget love, Even a slow song, you're not living in your femininity. You're not able to embrace softness. You're not able to be vulnerable, even with yourself. This is something I really want you to start paying more attention to and realizing it is a positive thing, it is a wonderful thing for you to be able to tap into all parts of who you are without feeling ashamed, without feeling like there's something wrong with being vulnerable, with being a woman, with being in touch with your emotions. Who cares about what other people think? Those people are struggling. They are struggling with who they are. And if they look down on you or talk about you because you're soft, because you're able to be in touch with your emotions and you like it and you accept it, realize what you're dealing with and move on. Now realize that when you are choosing to be vulnerable, it shouldn't be done with aggression and it shouldn't be done with so much drama attached to it, especially if you're in public. That becomes a hindrance to you. For example, let's say you're afraid of animals. Okay, This is a culture here in the United States where animals are treated like people. So A lot of people don't understand when a person is not welcoming of an animal or doesn't like animals or doesn't want their animal touching them. A lot of Americans are not understanding with that because culturally here, animals are just as important as people versus in other places, animals don't even come in the house. Okay, it's just completely different. So let's just say, for example, that you were afraid of animals and you're going to someone's house where they have an animal, they have a pet, and you're about to walk in and you realize they have a dog inside. That is a moment of vulnerability where you can share with the person that you're afraid of dogs. You would prefer if they could put the dog away. That will take you putting your pride down, sharing something that maybe is uncomfortable, for your safety and for your comfort. So what I'm sharing is that that should not be done with aggression. You shouldn't be yelling at them like, what the F, you got this dog up in here. I don't think I'm gonna come in there with that dog. You know, or something where you are being abrasive because you're being vulnerable, because you're in a state where you're sharing something difficult and you don't want to come off vulnerable. So instead of use aggression, The same thing goes with being extremely dramatic. It's not necessary for you to, oh, it's a dog and you fall over and you're just dragging the whole thing out, making a whole scene over the dog. It's really just a matter of you saying how you feel and moving on. I may do an episode specifically on vulnerability because there's so much to it that really needs to be kind of weeded out for you to really get to who you are as a woman. You may find out that there are so many things blocking you from being a feminine woman, from being a soft woman, and they're all tied to vulnerability. I'm not going to get too deep into this, but some hindrances of vulnerability are, you know, you lacking confidence as a woman, maybe having some sort of trauma or experience that stifled your ability to be vulnerable, having expectations from other people and not really getting the reaction you hope for. Maybe after you share something, you feel embarrassed because you shared it, or they rejected you, or ghosted you, or just acted like they were indifferent to what you shared. All of those things can make us feel like, okay, you know, next time I'm not gonna even say anything because look at how they reacted. And that's really not being true to you. It is important for you to be careful about who you're vulnerable with, but know that when you are. You are being true to who you are. And the more you practice being a vulnerable woman, the easier it will become over time and the freer you will begin to feel. It'll be easier to share your faith with people and your testimony with people because you won't be afraid of how people see you. You'll just be concerned about sharing what you've overcome or sharing what God has done for you. You'll be able to do it without fear and with truth. I remember being in college, I wasn't very vulnerable as a woman. I really did have that like hard shell over me just because I didn't see why I needed to be so vulnerable. And I had a friend who would share when someone hurt her feelings. Like if you said something to her and it hurt her, she would say, "You know, it really hurt my feelings when you said this." And I'm like, "Girl, don't nobody care about your feelings?" <laughs> I didn't really say that and I really didn't think that, but I just thought people must think this when she says this, like, who cares about your feelings? But the truth is I did care about her feelings. And I was shocked that she was even able to say that because it took her being vulnerable, not knowing what my reaction was gonna be to say that. Her doing that really helped me because when my feelings were hurt or when someone did something to me, I no longer felt like I couldn't say those words. And I would say it and I would watch the reaction of the people who listened to that. And nine times out of 10, there was only one person and it hurt me so bad when this person did it, but only one person who told me that they didn't care about my feelings and it was someone in my family. But everyone else, anyone I've ever said like, that really hurt me when you said this or it really hurt my feelings when you did this, they responded in love. They responded with remorse. They responded in a way where they weren't in the defensive anymore They actually took the time to think about what happened in that conversation or what happened in that encounter. It was always beneficial to me because even with the one who said she didn't care about my feelings, I knew that I was true to myself and I was so honest with her that it probably was too much for her to even handle. And that's why she reacted like that. However, how a person reacts to what I say, it's not in my control and I don't want to control someone's reaction. I just want to be true to myself. So that's kind of where I came from in learning how to be vulnerable, just being brave and saying what I needed to say and not worrying about what they were going to say. Truly letting go and allowing a person to respond however they feel they should. And my dear, it's something I want you to do in order to really live in your femininity and be comfortable with who you are and how you feel. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a virtual counseling service where you can schedule phone or video sessions. It is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. It is a worldwide service and can help you in areas such as depression, anxiety, anger, trauma, and other concerns. Everything that you share is confidential, professional, and affordable. You can check out their testimonials on their website daily. And note, this is not a crisis hotline. I want you to live a life where you're full of happiness and hope today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off of your first month by visiting our sponsor, betterhelp.com feminine. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash feminine. And lastly, my dear, the very last trait that I wanna share in terms of qualities of a feminine woman is learning how to be submissive, submission. Now I know that when people hear this word, it's like a trigger. And I'm not even going to go into submission in terms of a husband and wife. I will be doing that in my new series. This is more of a broad scope of the idea of submission. In order to understand why this is necessary, you're going to have to understand feminine and masculine energy. Feminine energy is the opposite of masculine energy. There is polarity. They're on opposite ends, like the North Pole and the South Pole. They're completely separated and different. However, they're both needed for balance. For balance in relationships, whether that be romantic relationships, work relationships, Friendships, family dynamics, there's always going to be those two energies kind of flowing around and one person does need to adopt submission depending on what's going on in the situation. So feminine energy is the accepting energy. Masculine energy is the giving energy, the doing energy. Feminine energy is the being energy. So which one do you think would be the one to adopt the idea of submission? the doing and the giving, or the being and the receiving. As a feminine woman, it's necessary to adopt an attitude where you can choose to be submissive when necessary. This means that you are not always trying to be in the right. You are not always trying to get your point across. You know how to sit there and listen and take in what someone is saying And not always have to have it your way. Let's look at something as simple as arguments. When someone is having a conversation with you and you don't necessarily agree. But this is not a situation where you absolutely have to enforce your point of view. Many times you don't. And many times by just listening to someone and sort of being without criticism, without an argument, you'll be able to learn so much about where they're coming from. And they'll be able to learn how to respect where you're coming from because of the way you handle the situation. So letting go of control is a huge part of submission. And that's what I want you to focus on before we even get into a husband and wife dynamic. Learning how to let go of control. Not feeling like you need to control everything. This can come down as simple as controlling a conversation. When you're on the phone with someone, do you feel like you have to be the one bringing up all the topics, steering every single conversation in the way that you think it should go? Giving advice to someone who didn't ask for it and making sure that they see your point, that they know what you're saying, that they understand your point, making sure that they do. Almost to the point where you have to convince them of your point. When you're in the role of submission, you are able to be covered and be under whoever is leading you, whoever is steering you. So if you're at work, you most likely have a supervisor or a boss. And in those situations, you do have to take something in, listen, and act accordingly. And we all submit. We submit to a traffic light. When you get to a light and it's red, you don't just go you stop. You submit to what you're seeing. It's not about how you feel, how fast you need to get somewhere. It's about being able to be under the law, under something that's going to hopefully care for you and govern you. The first people that we're submissive to in life are our parents. And it doesn't matter whether or not we agreed with them. We did need to just follow what they were asking us to do. Now, of course, as an adult, it's not like that. It's not a blind follow. You're not blindly following anyone if it's something that goes against your morals, your values, or is harmful to you. But it's learning how to say, you know what? Today, I'm going to bite my tongue and I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to let that one go, or I'm going to go ahead and go along with this. In relationships, this is what really defines a feminine woman, and this is what allows men to live in their masculinity, to lead a family, to spoil you, love you, shower you with love and affection and gifts and romance and any and everything that you want is your ability to submit, your ability to have the wisdom and the knowledge to do what you want to do, but choose to allow the man to lead. And again, I'm not going deep into the marriage piece, but I will say that being submissive takes strength. Being able to have your own idea and voice it, but not feel the need to hammer it in someone's head, takes strength. Being able to have an idea maybe in your friend group, maybe there's four of you and you all have different viewpoints or ideas, but you decide, you know, mine is true, I believe mine, but theirs could also be true too and I'm fine doing it this person's way. I'm fine allowing this person to lead this group activity or this vacation or whatever and not feeling like you have to be right and you are not going to be in a position of submission 100 percent of the time that's not realistic it's not healthy <laughs> it's not normal it's going to depend on the situation it's going to depend on what's at stake it depends on who you are submitting to but learning how to do it is absolutely necessary it's the same energy that you'll need to be able to receive it's accepting energy when you are married and you're having relations with your husband, learning how to submit in the bedroom is so important, but that cannot happen if you don't know how to let go to allow your partner to lead. Again, I'll go deeper into this in another podcast because there's so much to it. and I don't want it to get like confusing. I just want you to be able to just marinate in the idea that this is something that builds strength. It's something that God has asked us as women to be able to do with our husbands before you even get married. Get this down. You will bring so much joy to yourself and to your marriage. And for those of you who are very intelligent women who don't like the idea of not being able to hammer your point into someone's head you're going to be able to experience how proud you feel of yourself when you see how much strength it takes and all of the benefits of learning how to be submissive i thank each and every one of you ladies for listening to this podcast I hope that this was very helpful in terms of learning how to be a feminine woman. What the qualities of feminine women are, I hope that this is something that will resonate with you, that you'll think about each and every day as you're going about your day to start practicing some of these things. I do want to say a prayer for you before we leave, just to allow this to sink into your spirit. So go ahead and close your eyes and give this to God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for each and every woman who is listening to this podcast. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for allowing us to be able to learn what it is to be vulnerable, what it is to show submission. We know that in your word that you said that you are the one, Lord Jesus, that opens the doors for us, and that when you open a door, no man can shut it. And we know, Lord Jesus, that you have so many doors open that we've never walked through, because we haven't learned to be vulnerable. We pray that you give each and every one of us insight into ways that we can become more vulnerable. We ask that you give us discernment to know who and when to be vulnerable. And you give us faith in you, that in those moments when you nudge us to become vulnerable for another person's sake, that we listen. We pray that you change our hearts and our attitudes to be able to be more like Christ, to be able to exude all of the qualities that you put in us when you created us, when you formed us in our mother's womb. For us to be the feminine women that you designed us to be before we were ever even born. We thank you in advance for showing us how to be submissive, how to love others, how to sit back and let others shine, how to follow with strength. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for all the changes that you're making in our lives. We invite the Holy Spirit to do this work within us, to transform us into the beautiful, wonderful, feminine women that you created us to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I thank each and every one of you ladies for listening to this podcast. Thank you for all of your support. Thank you for sharing this podcast on your social media platforms. I appreciate each and every one of you who shares. I also want to say a major thank you to every single one of you who has purchased 2911 from Fine Forever. Thank you so much. I'm so excited for you to smell the fragrance and experience the fragrance. If you haven't done so, visit our website, www.fineforever.com. The link will be in the description box below. I would love for you to purchase a fragrance for yourself and for someone else to remind you that with God, you will be fine forever. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Dr. Michelle Daff and at a feminine impression. I hope each and every one of you has a blessed day and remember that in all things you do, make a feminine impression. Bye-bye.